Hey listeners, do I have an event for you? Billings American Legion is putting on their annual Hall of Fame dinner April 9th at the Doubletree Hotel. Join us for a night of fun honoring current and past Legion ballplayers. All proceeds go right back to the program. More information to follow, but mark this date. This year's Hall of Fame class is truly amazing. You can follow their stories here on our podcast and meet them in person at the Hall of Fame dinner. They are an inspiration to all. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by Skyview basketball coach, Kevin Morales. How are you doing today, Kevin? Great. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So why don't you give me just a little bit of your background in the sport of basketball and what got you into coaching? Yeah, you know, I grew up uh, 20 miles east of Billings here at Huntley Project, Um, graduated from Huntley Project High School. Uh, I played pretty much all sports being from a class uh, B school, you know, so I was around a lot of coaches. My mom played college athletics. Uh, my dad was kind of coaching youth basketball, helping us out. Um, and this, I was, I was just fortunate enough to be around a lot of uh, positive role models as coaches. So I just always grew up kind of wanting to be a PE teacher slash coach really. Um, so uh, I found my way into it. I came back to Billings, um after going through california stand playing basketball out there for a while but came back to billings and got hired on um as a volunteer assistant out at huntley project uh under um mark bronger and we ended up winning a state title as a volunteer assistant out there in 0405 or 0304 something like that right in those years um and then yeah just kept, kept rolling from there got in and just got my foot in the door with kind of training kids um, you know, like the individual aspect of just building kids and getting them in the gym and working them out. And then uh, it kind of went from individual to just getting on my own little team and um, going from there. And people like Toby Hill here at Skyview um, took the chance on me and gave me a gave me a team like a sophomore team my first year and just just went from there, went from sophomore to JV and now the varsity coach at Skyview. Oh, that's awesome. So how do you build a culture that not only helps your varsity team, but helps kind of build the foundation for all levels of your teams there at Skyview? Well, you know, I think it starts with, um, it it helped having very good kids, you know, a a good first class when I came in, you know, I think Toby Hill really set a good foundation of a culture, like, you know, what, what things we stand for and don't. And I, I kind of just, you know, absorb those things too. you know, the do's and don'ts of those. Um, but I think, you know, coming in and the Kendall Manuel's Trayvon Strong's the Nolan McHugh's the Jamin Willis Willems. I mean, they were just such solid individuals. Um, you know, that set the tone for leadership and what leadership was supposed to look like within my next, um, you know, three to four years and uh, we had a young point guard in Raekwon Evans and everybody kind of knows where he's at now Um, but um, when he was a freshman he actually played on our freshman team um, you know but then his sophomore year he really blossomed and he developed starting point guard and he I think he took some of those leadership qualities from Kendall and those and just that culture just built off and we always talk about our new thing now is um legacy driven you know what's your legacy what are you going to leave here at skyview you know uh and to follow those kids 
um, footsteps a little bit and their legacy and stuff like that. So that's a big word. And uh, just hold that above their head a little bit and have that in the back of their mind of um, that they need to leave their mark as well. So, I mean, just that culture stamp all the way through. I think it's important too to touch into your junior highs. You know, <clears throat> we're fortunate here that we don't have too many junior highs. We just have two. So we can kind of keep a grasp on our two and we know who's coming. Like I could name probably, the, um, you know, the 10 eighth graders that I need to keep an eye on coming up. So uh, that culture and they know that they come to open gyms and they they feel a part of our family as seventh and eighth graders coming up to our open gym starting in April. Um, and that develops that culture as well. So just continuing with the youth and um, the turnover in high school, I think you got to um, just instill that and know and make sure that the, the newcomers know about the kids like Kendall and the Rays and they don't they, they don't get forgotten about really. No, for sure. And, you know, that does make it easy because, I mean, both of the middle schools up in the Heights automatically go to Skyview with like Riverside, Will James, Lewis over here on the West End. Some go to West, some go to senior. So that could be kind of hard to know, you know, who yeah. goes where for sure. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we hope and we like them all to come to Skyview, you know, but there, there is some shifting going around within Billings. But, you know, for the most part. Uh, we like to think that kids still want to be, if they're, you know, an Eagle or at Medicine Crow, well, they're going to want to be a Falcon someday and play for us and put on our jerseys like our boys in the past. For sure. For sure. So how is having the players like Raekwon, Trayvon Strong, and Kendall Manuel helped elevate Skyview basketball a little bit? You know, I just think that um, – uh, I, I think it shows that um, our kids that they can make it, you know, um, that they can uh, they can have a chance out of here, uh, you know, that they, if they want to play um, at that next level, um, they kind of saw or they hear what it takes. They hear the unseen hours that Kendall was up here shooting, you know, the one the cone drills that Raekwon was doing when nobody saw it. And but. I mean, I'm still around to tell those stories a little bit about that because I was there. You know, I opened the gym for them so I can just let them know what what it takes, you know. Um, so I think that's that's important. Um, they, they just brought that and they've instilled it in them. So like I said, it's just important for those younger kids to know and uh, understand what it is. But um, that legacy thing is a big piece for us. Awesome. So going into this year a little bit, if I – and remembering correctly, your team kind of started out iffy and then they really came on strong at the end. So how did you get your guys to rally to really focus for that state tournament at the end of the year? Uh, you know, it's just a work in progress throughout the year. Uh, a lot of it was uh, at the beginning of the year, Peyton was banged up from football. Um, so when you're, you know, your main returner and your best player quote unquote uh is banged up and out so he missed those first two games he wasn't practicing as much uh, you know he was our leader so um all kind of the guys that weren't used to taking roles just didn't know what to do um so i think we were playing a lot of just with our um running around not knowing any direction um and then we started zeroing in midway through the season um really got on a track to where we started believing in ourselves I think um, it took a little bit for Peyton to start trusting Reese or Lane, you know, in the flow of the game and um, trust that if he makes a pass that they'll finish that shot or make the right read off that on ball or anything like that. So that trust between Peyton and our leader 
and the, I used to call them the unknowns or the unsung heroes, really. They just didn't, no one really knew about them. But that relationship between those two um, grew and the trust grew within them. And um, they became like self, they started working for each other. And I think that built. Um, now looking at it, I, I kind of look back through my practice plans to see because we, we didn't have the best, best finish to our season. So I don't know if we peaked a little soon or what, but I mean, we, we finished strong. I think being, you know, seconds away from winning that semifinal game. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've replayed that a lot in my mind and watched it a couple of times as well. Um, there's obviously things we could have done, but uh, in the end, you know, it's just, it's just a good player made a good shot, but we were right there. Um, I think the season, the kids gave me all they had. I mean, I don't think there was anything left out there that they left in the tank. You know, it was, it was a great season. They finished well. Um, but yeah, just the grind of it, uh, trying to trust one another and believe in each other. And once that started happening, once you get kids to start believing in one another um, and they take accountability within that team, uh, it's a structure that really can't be broken. Definitely. So I see your poster in the background and I actually know two of your players, uh, Lance and Austin Shaw. Yeah. So what is it like to have that twin connection on your team? You know, they have uh, Lance and Austin. They It's kind of funny because they do so much baseball, you know, and it's they, they show up here um, come basketball season and they don't miss a beat. It's like they literally that they, they don't miss anything. And they're just such good leaders and they have so many little intangible qualities that um, you just can't you don't get in kids very often. You know, um, they're quiet leaders. They lead by more um, what they do off the floor and what they do on the floor just by um, being in the right defensive position, um, knowing pretty much every offensive spot and every offensive um, set. You know what I mean? So just they bring so many of those little intangibles that it's hard to not have one of them on the floor at a time. Uh, and they play off each other so well. Uh, we had them on the wings at time on the zone um, defensively, you know, and we knew that if a post got the ball, they would know when to dig or they would know when to help out and cover the right shot. Um, so, yeah, they and, you know, offensively, too, they hit some big shots for us. So um, I love them. I'm going to miss them a lot. You know, I get I just talking to them now. They're getting ready for baseball here. They start up uh, and they get rolling one more season for the Royals. Um, but then they'll be into the college season, too, as well. For sure. So, you know, speaking of defense, I watched your guys' games against West at West. And you oh. guys played pretty stifling defense. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you get that culture to, for your team to want to play such good defense, such tough defense? Yeah, we try to just hang our hat on it and try to say that we are my big saying. And I always try to say, let our defense create our offense. So if our defense can create some offensive transition points or something like that, it's very important. Um, but yeah, we try to really lock in. We know if we can hold teams uh, into the 40s, 50s, somewhere in there, we can try to, we can definitely get into the 60s and score. I feel like we could get that almost any night or the high 50s. Um, but yeah, uh, defense, it's just, and, and we know, and we preach it that come state tournament and divisional tournament, you have to play defense, whether it be man or zone, you just have to defend and rebound to win some games. Because a lot of times you're, uh, as the, the old saying, old coaches always said, um, you know, shots, offense don't travel very well, but defense and effort always will travel. No, for sure. Definitely. And I mean, you guys, I watched that game and I was like, man, it seems like they're not letting Wes get any shots off at all. It was pretty cool. 
Yeah, we, we play some pretty good defense at times. You know, our rotations and stuff, as a coach, you can always find things um, to pick apart. But for the most part, our defense is pretty solid all year. That's awesome. So, you know, with Billings, it is kind of neat. We have that built-in rivalries with the two different – or the three different schools in town. How neat is that to have basically two built-in home games that aren't home games? Yeah, it's, it's pretty special. You know, I, I the, the crosstown going to, I mean, ever since I started with Toby, I remember just going to the Golden Dome, you know, the essence of West High and just that old, um, well, Doug Robinson was there at the time, you know, and he was just, um, I mean, he still is. I look to him as an idol and someone that I want to mimic my program after is what he did up there. You know, he held that West High program pretty high for a long time. Um, and it still is, but uh, you know, just that whole essence of that and going to senior and um, even the years we took it to the Metra, you know, uh, we had our home games at the Metra to kind of fill that up and to bring that. Because I remember as a class B kid in Huntley Project, me and my dad would load up the car uh, and drive 20 miles in and watch. Um, it was senior and West at the time. Skyview, I think, played central for the opener, but senior and West were kind of the big big games and we would we would come up from Huntley and watch them so I mean it's always been that atmosphere the big bands the big student sections I mean um, the students know each other so well now with social media so I mean it gets pretty harsh sometimes and funny sometimes but I mean that rivalry is always going to be there um, and there is there's there's always some type of bad blood they're good they're good buddies but you know there's always that rivalry and there'll always be a you know, the West High or the Heights guys and this and that, downtown guys. So, yeah, it's it's always that type of rivalry. And it's good. It's good for everybody, I think. For sure. No, I remember those West Skyview duels back. I was a 2014 grad, so oh, yeah. I remember those. And it was just like, man, oh, man, Skyview just – even when West had really good teams, Skyview was always a thorn in our side. <laughs> well, you know, I, I show people that um, when – you know, West High had Samuelson, Betcher, Spoya, and when we won it, you know, we played each other. But when we played each other here at Skyview, our that fans were floor to ceiling. I mean, yeah. I've never seen Skyview so packed. Crosstown game on a on a weekday, it was loaded. So I mean, um, I hope we get back to that. COVID took a lot of air out of that balloon. You know, I think because people can watch games online a little bit now, they don't have to show up. Um, and, and be live, but uh, man, those games were special and they always are. I mean, look at our, our senior games this year. We played them three times and every time they were, I mean, they're all good games. For sure. So in recruiting for, you know, kids who want to go to college, um, what is your role as the head basketball coach? Um, you know, for the most part, I try to I try to just stay involved uh, if they want me involved. You know, a lot of it is um, coaches now um, into my eighth year, co college coaches will kind of reach out um, and to see um, like say Peyton Sanders, they kind of know about him already. Um, so they'll just kind of reach out and get a background on him. Um, so my job is just to kind of fill those coaches in, get them whatever they need. Um, like even Julius Mims, I'm still trying to help him out. I just recently sent out a transcript for him. Um, to the University of North Dakota. So just stuff like that, you know, you're always in contact with different coaches um, and trying to fulfill their needs as well. You know, I kind of mm -hmm. sometimes if I'm talking to them, I'll ask them what they need or what they're looking for in the future um, and let them know if I have like um, a Reese Owens or Elaine Love in the, the waiting, you know, that maybe you should take a look at Anthony Schott coming up. 
So just those conversations with those coaches and the network we build is very, very important, especially right now, you know, this off season. And as we go into the AAU April season, the spring season, um, it's, it's important to get out there and to start building those re relationships and at least start letting some coaches know if you do have a talent, sophomore, junior, whatever it may be, and they do want to take that next step that um, it might be something for them to look at. So we do play a, a pretty good part, I feel, in the recruiting process um, because, and, and we've been fortunate enough to have kids be recruited. Right. I mean, you have to have, I mean, that's, that's one thing too. I mean, not every coach is fortunate enough to have college coaches call or know that and, you know, but we've been fortunate enough to have kids want to play at the next level and to be able, I mean, Kai Kuba and um, Cam Ketchum, I mean, just recently, and they're doing great. And we could have had more. I mean, Logan Nelson actually had some offers to go play some JV stuff, Frontier, and uh, possibly on that. And Abe Seibert, you know, so they they always have offers. It's just if they want to pursue them. But let, again, we've had kids that are good enough to do that. So that's been fortunate. But yeah, we're an integral part. Or I like to play that part and uh, help those kids get to the next level for sure. Uh, but they got to help themselves, too, as far as schoolwork and stuff like that. Definitely. So what is one thing as we kind of wrap up here um, that you want everybody to know about Skyview basketball? <laughs> um, that, you know, we just, we just want to be, I mean, we just want to stay, stay up here. You know, we want to stay, stay known as a program that has good kids. Um, we do things the right way. Uh, we try to just um, maintain a high level of expectations and um, just continue to, pump out good, good gentlemen, good young men, um, and builds them through and teach some life lessons as we go. But yeah, um, hopefully people take Skyview basketball and hold them, hold it up against um, one of the top programs in the state. And we want it to continue that way. Or that's, that's my goal as well is just, you know, to be up there and to be known because we are a double A school. We're a big school. So uh, we want to represent that well and represent billing. So just, yeah, biggest thing is we just hope we're representing the Heights and Billings well. Well, I definitely think you have. And I want to thank you so much, Coach Morales, for your time today. And just thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. appreciate it. All right. You have a good rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Mitch. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.